That Naturopathic Podcast. TNP. Hello there. Hi, and thanks for joining us. I'm Dr. Cara Denisio. And I'm Dr. David Miller, and we hear your frustrations. This show is for you. This show is for you if you're feeling like your current healthcare strategy is not getting to the root cause or the underlying reasons for your health. This show is for you if you've been told that you're fine, but you definitely don't feel very well. This show is for you if you're walking out of your doctor's office with one, two, three, four, or even five medications without any mention of diet, lifestyle, or a long-term game plan. This show is for you if you've got several specialists taking care of you, but no one is really putting it all together. This show is for you if you believe that health should be part of health care. These problems have solutions. We know it. Our patients know it. And we want you to know it. Naturopathic medicine is the solution that you need to know about. Hey everyone, Dr. Dave here. As you probably know, this podcast is all about getting the word out there that naturopathic medicine has got some serious game. Educating and inspiring our listeners to work towards and achieve better health is what it's all about. But just like it takes energy and effort to invest in and strive towards greater health, it takes energy, effort, and financial support to do all the podcast things necessary to keep this message coming at you. So please afford me a moment to share our gratitude and give a real heartfelt thank you to our show sponsor, Cytomatrix Canada. Their patient focus Focused vision of improving health outcomes with the use of high-quality naturopathic doctor-designed supplements is 100% in alignment with what we're trying to do here at the podcast. Their enthusiasm for supporting what we're trying to do for you, the listener, encourages us to keep producing content that will inform and inspire. Thanks again to our sponsor, Cytomatrix Canada. All right, everyone. Welcome to another uh, clinical bite here on that naturopathic podcast. So it's Dr. Dave here again. And I'm going to be talking about um, something just briefly here that I think is really, really important when you're managing either your own health. Um, you know, you, you have to be an advocate for your own health care as, as health and sickness becomes a little more complicated. We just sort of have to do more ourselves. But also clinicians may find this uh, very, very helpful too, I hope. I find it very, very helpful in uh, my day-to-day practice um, as a way of sort of taking different perspectives to manage the case or in the case of a patient sort of taking care of your own uh, health, you can sort of maybe make decisions as to where to focus your energies, time and resources, uh, you know, investing in different sort of healthcare practitioners or strategies. So um, I'm going to say this is micro and macro managing your symptoms. So uh, like I said, different perspectives can be used for different problems or clinical situations and uh, different types of practitioners have different kinds of biases of perspective. So uh, an easy sort of one for me to think of is the the chiros and physios that I work with and uh, massage therapists. They focus on the what I call the more macro perspective. So the, the muscles, the joints, the bones, um, the sort of bigger anatomical structures. Right. So so that's great. And, you know, there's times when it's, it's the absolute best thing to do. Um, but you know, micro. So when I talk about micro, so micro means small and macro means big. These are sort of word origins that I think make sense. So micro, small, macro, big. So when I talk about the micro, I'm talking about more things like cells, drugs, biochemical mediators, neurotransmitters, supplements, and vitamins, you know, with pharmacological actions, et cetera. So. Again, let's look at the chiros and physios. They're less likely to sort of prescribe medicines or whatever. They're more likely to prescribe exercises that work on the macro side. 
Whereas a naturopath or maybe a medical doctor often focuses on the micro perspective. So we give, you know, these things like drugs or supplements or herbs or whatever. Um, so again, there's nothing wrong with hanging out in one or the other. The key is to know that you're maybe not an expert in the other. And day to day, I, again, I, I try to, in the patient's best interest, I try to focus on one or the other, depending on uh, what's going on. So again, we'll sort of beat this one to death a little bit, like the RMTs, the chiropractic, physio, osteopaths, kinesiologists, where they, you know, hang out in that macro zone. They care more about the movement of the joint or the muscle group or whatever than the actin and myosin and the calcium and magnesium. So hopefully that makes a little bit of sense to you. Because um, sometimes in re- in reality, it's a bit of one uh, or a bit of another. Other times it's primarily one perspective that is more apparent or more uh, where we need to focus our energies on. And other times it's the uh, the opposite. So it doesn't mean it's right or wrong necessarily. Um, and often working with one perspective will influence the other. So uh, let's say when I work with someone who I know has structural movement issues in the stomach proper, I'll still get them to do a demulsant which is more of a micro intervention, right? It's something uh, on the sort of smaller scale, the cells, the tissues eat up that uh, demulsant. They love it. It's very soothing, but then that also soothes the uh, nociceptive or pain receptive uh, issues of the stomach as a whole. So then that calms down the nervous system and you can see how, um, you know, one can emphasize, uh, one can be emphasized, but it's often an area that uh, is more appropriate but it doesn't mean it's the only one. So um, yeah, this can, this can guide your treatment, assuming you have the ability to see or be aware of different perspectives. So this goes back to the same thing that I talk about a lot, which is assessment is key. Um, you may not have to know exactly what to do, but you know, if you assess things properly uh, by sort of judging it from a micro or macro perspective, um, it can, it can help you decide, you know, what kind of treatment you need. So, Here's some signs that you may have a macro problem. So I'm again, we're talking about the the structures, the body organs and things uh, on a more bigger scale rather than like just cellular biochemistry uh, changes or dysfunctions. So macro problems, a change in position of your body influences your symptoms. So let's, let's say uh, pushing on your left side makes your stomach feel better. Um, or if you get dizzy or nauseous, flushing or sweating from changing position in bed, or maybe just from standing up from, from uh, sitting. Um, or maybe if the mechanism of injury is well known, so we have, you know, where the physios and chiros come in really, really uh, strong years when you have like a collision or a car accident or, you know, a sporting, uh, an injury, an injury from sport or surgery. Um, or if you know that body work or physio, uh, visceral manipulation improves or changes the symptoms significantly. So I often will see in real time uh, changes in patients' uh, pain symptoms or uh, or what, whatever symptoms they have in real time moving their organs around. So that's, you know, that's another sign there that we've got a macro problem. Um, I would say the signs that you have a, a micro problem, and again, they're not exclusive, they're not mutually exclusive, but where do we emphasize our uh, efforts is what we're sort of trying to get to here. Um, I would say the signs of a micro problem are a little more difficult to pinpoint. Um, and like I said, NDs and MDs seem to focus more on this micro perspective, although there's surgeons, obviously, who are working on uh, more of the macro perspective, so the physical anatomical structures. 
Um, but this, the micro stuff can be very, very helpful too. So in this case, we're talking about diets and diets and supplements, uh, drugs like anti-inflammatories. Like if you, I had a patient who, uh, she slept better when she took an anti-inflammatory. So we took that as a sign that, you know, perhaps there is, uh, some indication there for her to take some antioxidants and, uh, and some anti-inflammatories, natural ones that would help her sleep. And they've helped, uh, quite a lot actually. So, um, Drugs that can't see inflammatories actually can direct treatment a lot too. Um, personally, I find it more easy or, or more helpful to work with the organs and the macro perspective if we can, or as much as possible as their function and uh, dysfunction is often more tangible and specific than issues such as inflammation or inflammatory markers, uh, headaches or other sort of, you know, complex pain syndromes. And another one I, I, I will talk about a lot, which, which is, uh, not, not in this clinical bite, but I talk about SIBO a lot. And as, uh, as you may have heard, if you've listened to other episodes, I often don't work with SIBO per se. I sort of work with the things that are contributing to it. So SIBO is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Again, you're working with a very micro perspective. You're working on a kind of, uh, approach to kill bugs or ad- address specific bugs and their metabolites. So, um, in cases like that, where if you're a SIBO practitioner and you just focus on those things, it's, you might want to think about focusing on some of the other things. So, uh, like the macro perspective, um, you know, what if your sphincter of OD doesn't open properly? That means you're not getting enough, uh, bile being ejected, uh, into the duodenum. And that means your antimicrobial sort of natural antimicrobial, uh, you know, support for your, uh, colon function and, and small intestinal function too, actually, um, isn't there. So does that mean that you need to take antimicrobials or does it mean that you need to fix the sphincter vodi, a more macro issue? You see how it can be uh, a little bit, uh, complicated and some, look, sometimes it might be 50, 50, might be 75, 25, 25, 75, whatever. But the key is to know that there's these different perspectives that you can take when you're thinking about interventions. Um, and then, uh, inf- inflammation, I'll just say something about inflammation too. It's, I mean, it's a, it's like the sewer, like if inflammation is just like non-specific, you know, dysfunction. Uh, if there's like an analogy in physics, it's like a, you know, where energy, uh, is, you know, in a, in a chemical reaction or, or in physics, when, uh, uh, there's some waste energy, it comes out as heat, it's sort of just like the sewer, uh, the non-specific sort of sewer of all endpoint of all sort of dysfunctions. Um, so this bias that we're taking is really, really important uh, when we think about what's best for us as a patient or our patient for a practitioner who focuses on one more than the other. And this is why I really focus on touching people's bodies so that we can get this more macro perspective. And we don't only have this sort of micro perspective, you know, you're just a bag of biomolecules. It's, it's, it's a little more, uh, there's a little more to it than that. Um, I would, I would say that this, this bias comes out similarly to what we see in gut health, where most practitioners focus on what is in the tubes, while very few focus on working with the tubes themselves. Again, I'll repeat because it's very simple, but it's often overlooked. As a naturopath and a gut-focused practitioner, we are known for focusing on what goes in the tubes. So food and supplements, etc., probiotics, fiber, all that. 
But how many people are working on the tubes themselves? What if the tubes have holes in them? What if the tubes are, you know, they, they have restrictions and they don't move properly. They don't get enough blood flow. They don't get enough blood drainage. They don't get enough lymphatic drainage. They're swampy and stuck. See how that can be a huge, huge oversight of only having one perspective. Um, so this kind of thinking can be really helpful when you're thinking about what kind of practitioner you want to see, or if you're a practitioner, who to refer to, or just different avenues to take with your next steps in your you know, treatment or healing journey. So uh, just keep this perspective, this idea of having two different perspectives, or at least a couple of different perspectives in mind. Know that when you're really good at one thing, you're often not great at another. And uh, the best thing you can do for yourself or probably this is more important for you if you're a, a practitioner is be aware of what you're not great at. And then uh, that will help you know what is best in the, for the patient um, for their next steps. It's maybe not exactly uh, what you do or what you're really, really good at, but just being aware of it. That's why it's good as a generalist, you know, to know the whole, you have to know the parts, to know the parts, you have to know the whole. Um, it's good to be aware of where you're not maybe an excellent practitioner or don't have the greatest perspective so that you can then send your patient on to who they need to see for their best interests. Okay. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, Dr. Dave here. As you probably know, this podcast is all about getting the word out there that naturopathic medicine has got some serious game. Educating and inspiring our listeners to work towards and achieve better health is what it's all about. But just like it takes energy and effort to invest in and strive towards greater health, it takes energy, effort, and financial support to do all the podcast things necessary to keep this message coming at you. So please afford me a moment to share our gratitude and give a real heartfelt thank you to our show sponsor, Cytomatrix Canada. Their patient focus vision of improving health outcomes with the use of high-quality, naturopathic doctor-designed supplements is 100% in alignment with what we're trying to do here at the podcast. Their enthusiasm for supporting what we're trying to do for you, the listener, encourages us to keep producing content that will inform and inspire. Thanks again to our sponsor, Cytomatrix Canada.